0: Hello, Isla Vista listeners, you are tuned into KCSB-FM Santa Barbara 91.9. I'm Alexandra Goldberg with KCSB News. And I'm Katherine Swartz
1: with the Daily Nexus. Tonight, we bring you episode four in our series, Unmasking Isla Vista, a COVID-19 community archive, an exploration of how COVID-19
0: has impacted the different corners of IV life over the past year and a half. And thank you so much for supporting KCSB News' first collaborative reporting project with our neighbors at the Daily Nexus, UCSB's independent, student-run newspaper. And remember, for full-length articles and
1: archived episodes,
0: visit dailynexus.com or kcsb.org. Thanks, Catherine. So tonight's episode is part four in our series local business and essential workers. The pandemic took a massive toll on businesses in Ivy, forcing them to reinvent their everyday operations and several to shut down altogether. You know,
1: Alex, as an incoming senior, I've been in and around Ivy since 2018, long before the pandemic. Typically, Ivy quiets down during a normal summer, but there's nothing quite like the way Ivy looked during this past year, and there might not be anything like it again. It's been an absence, the absence of noise, the absence of students. I'm used to the crowded streets and morning rush of bikers going in and out of campus. But this past year, a quiet Isla Vista was the norm. Well, as quiet as Isla Vista can get, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it was definitely surreal moving into Ivy as a freshman and having to adjust to a new environment that was virtually all locked down. And I can't lie, Trying to find comfort in a place so far from home was incredibly hard because all of the first years came with a blank slate. Well, in ID, businesses typically rely largely
1: on the density of students. But those students weren't around in spring and summer of 2020. But even as students trickled back in the fall, businesses continued to be limited by the county's increasing positivity rate, unable to continue operations
0: anywhere near full capacity. The Isla Vista Food Cooperative was no exception. One of only two grocery stores in town, the co-op experienced a large dip in sales with fewer customers coming in on a daily basis. The co-op is an Ivy
1: staple started by UCSB students and locally run for decades. For so many, it's more than just a grocery store. It's a community.
0: We spoke with Lisa Oglesby, the board president of the Isla Vista Food Cooperative about the challenges the pandemic posed for the business. The business itself has been
2: highly, highly impacted. We were in, you know, not an especially strong financial position going into COVID. And we definitely had a bit of a boon initially March and April when people were doing that sort of quote unquote panic buying. But what happened to us in the fall uh, when the students typically come back, they didn't. Um, Most of the students were remote um, a lot of places in Isla Vista were empty and people weren't, you know, leaving their house every day, biking by the co-op, getting a sandwich on their way to school. Grocery shopping became very different than it had been.
0: Lisa described the large drop-off in sales the co-op experienced during the height of the pandemic, which she said has caused the business to continue limping along through summer twenty twenty one.
2: We had a huge drop-off in sales, almost as much as twenty-five percent in some months, while at the same time needing to maintain all of the expenses that you have to run a community grocery store, to be open and available to the community if and when they need groceries. So for us, it's been hugely impactful. We were able to receive Paycheck Protection Program loans, which was a huge benefit to us, but we needed to spend all of that money to be able to keep the doors open and continue to pay our staff. We instituted hazard pay last year for all of our like on the ground like in the store workers for our staff however many people that could work remote we encourage them to go remote to limit the number of people in the store to keep everybody safe and just shouldering all of those costs while having decreased revenue has been really really challenging uh, to say the least it's been one of the most challenging years we've ever had you know we're sort of limping along this year and limping along through the summer hoping for a little bit of healthy normalcy when i love this stuff fills back up because so much of our business is tied into the very seasonal student community so we're hoping that over the summer as people start to be vaccinated and feel more comfortable and sort of get their lives a little bit back to normal that they will return to the co-op do more of their regular shopping there tell people about the co-op and really help get us back to where we need to be to be able to provide community grocery for Ala Vista.
1: Ivy faced smaller COVID peaks in May and July of 2020, but faced its most severe uptick in cases in January 2021. Alongside the spike in cases, county and state regulations over businesses evolved.
0: And for businesses like Woodstock's Pizza, one of my personal faves, it wasn't all about food sales. Crowded trivia nights and half-priced pint nights are events the business prides itself on. The pandemic in full force in the absence of these events, Woodstocks was forced to get creative, building an expanded patio during the pandemic to sustain outdoor dining.
1: For student employees who were suddenly deemed essential workers, balancing pandemic stress on top of an already consuming work, school, and
0: life balance proved to be especially challenging. So we spoke with Meg Wilson, a third year global studies major at UCSB and employee at Woodstock's Pizza for her firsthand experience.
3: I worked since October 2020. So right at the beginning of my second year, going into the pace for like my interview, we talked about COVID protocols. It was like The pretty, like, standard ones, getting your temperature taken, like, checking for symptoms, everything like that. Everyone seemed, like, very serious about following the rules, wearing a mask all the time. We had, like, hourly, like, sanitation checks of, like, the whole store. Protocols didn't change very much, like, when the tier system would change. The only thing that changed would be how many people were allowed to, like, eat in the store, which definitely made the store busier in, like, the winter. Like, no one wanted to eat outside, so when they would, like, change, it would get more busy.
1: Meg said Woodstocks took safety seriously and gave her flexibility when her roommates
3: tested positive for COVID-19. In the winter, at, like, the peak of the pandemic, like, two of my roommates got COVID, um, so I obviously stopped working immediately. So that was, like, just very overwhelming and stressful. A few of my co-workers did get corona while we were working there. They would make an announcement in the system that we use and they would automatically take time off i think that they did do a good job because i like whenever i personally felt like i was getting sick at all i always thought it was corona and i would text my boss and i'd say like i'm worried i'm gonna get tested and she would automatically say like no problem um like don't come into work so there's like definitely a lot lot of encouragement to take it seriously. And those coworkers that did get sick, um, even knowing that you got, like, exposed, you didn't come into work, that even, like, just that the message that they sent worked well.
1: Meg also reflected on what it was like when the mask mandate was finally lifted in June 2021,
3: which to her felt like a turning point. A lot of people throughout the pandemic would come in, like, not wearing a mask. It like really annoying when you tell them to, like, put a mask on. It was nice not having to deal with that anymore. And it's just, like, kind of encouraging that the, hopefully the pandemic would be, like, done with soon.
0: However, as we know, case numbers have once again been on the incline since then, with the growing Delta variant causing cases in the county to rise by over 400% during the month of July. Business owners say they hope cases will go down again by
1: fall, when they expect earnings to rebound as students come to the area for in-person school for the first time in over a year.
0: And now, continuing along in our episode, we're narrowing in on another cherished Ivy business that was dramatically affected by the pandemic.
1: Daniel Dunyets, Bootables owner and operator, explained just how debilitating it was to lose the steady flow of business usually brought on by
0: Ivy residents. He began by taking us all the way back to Deltopia weekend of April 2020. Traditionally, the first weekend of UCSB's spring quarter in a momentous day of sales for bootables.
4: I mean, I was looking at going into our busiest quarter, you know, spring quarter. I was looking at Deltopia. I mean, we had, uh, you know, a solid team behind us. I was looking at just some of the busiest weeks of the year coming up. I remember that spring break, and that's when they kind of did the announcements. So... Rather than having a line out the door for almost the entire day, which is our typical Deltopia weekend, it was me by myself holding down an empty restaurant and serving like 10 people. And I mean, I think that was when, you know, the swing of thousands and thousands of dollars in sales to support the summer and support the the slower months going to no- next to nothing. You know, I was looking at the bank and my just, I was looking at my numbers and it's like, there's. If this, if this lasts more than a couple months, there's no way I'm going to make it. This could be the end. This could end me. And that was absolutely, that was the, probably the darkest. Just that, you know, that initial uncertainty, everyone just picked up and left. People that were here weren't leaving their houses. I mean, no one knew what was going on. It was pretty bleak. You know, I didn't think we were going to make it for sure.
1: While Daniel said business has slowly but steadily risen over the past year and a half, Business still isn't where it was pre-pandemic. Looking ahead, he hopes the fall will bring new students and business to town.
4: In the beginning, that first month, you know, with the lockdowns, I mean, it just completely just decimated our business. And since then, I mean, it's been a challenge. You know, we've had to do two shut. We had to close twice because of a, you know, positive case in the staff. And I just felt that it was, I didn't want to risk it in terms of exposing customers or the rest of my team. So, you know, I just shut the store down, made everyone, you know, made sure everyone quarantined. But in terms of business, I mean, it's been the slowest year we've had. (laughs) Since then, it's kind of trickled back. No, I mean, just please go get vaccinated, support your local businesses. (laughs) I think that's it.
0: For our Isla Vista listeners, we know that it's normal for businesses in IV to come and go, but we've seen far more change than normal over the past year and a half. And we're continuing
1: to see that change as the pandemic lingers. And as thousands of students head to IV, many for the first time this fall, who knows what surprises the quarter will bring.
0: Well, Catherine. I think that wraps up what we have for today's episode. But I just wanted to say it was a pleasure working with you on this one. Same to you, Alex. can't believe we're over halfway through our series and we've covered a
1: lot, but we still have some important topics to tackle, community reflection and community
0: activism. I can't wait. We'd like to thank our guests that were featured in today's
3: episode.
0: Lisa Oglesby, Daniel Dunez, and Meg Wilson. And a gentle
1: reminder to all of our listeners to head to dailynexus.com forward slash unmasking dash Isla dash Vista for full-length articles and archived episodes throughout the course of this series. That's dailynexus.com.
0: Forward slash unmasking dash Isla dash Vista, And you can catch last week's KCSB episode in Daily Nexus article on testing and vaccines at dailynexus.com forward slash unmasking dash Isla dash Vista. And to receive our weekly newsletters on each topic as they're published, head over to kcsv.org, scroll down to the bottom of that page, and add your email address to our subscribers list. We'd like to give a special thanks to our dedicated reporters this week. Ashley Rush and Catherine Swartz.
1: <laughs> thanks, Alex. And thanks again to everyone for supporting KCSV and the Daily Nexus on our first collaborative project. We couldn't do it without
0: your support. Remember, you've been listening to KCSV-FM. 91.9 in Santa Barbara. I'm Katherine Swartz with The Daily Nexus. And I'm Alexandra Goldberg with KCSB News. And thanks to the rest of our team, our Daily Nexus journalists. Sindhu Anandabelle. Africa Ayer. Asumi Shuda. Holly Rush. KCSB journalists. Yulena Teagle. Ashley Rush.
2: Daniel Lucias.
0: Pia Ramos. Jennifer Yoshikoshi. Daily Nexus videographers.
4: Evan Caucasian.
0: Juliana Zapatel. Daily Nexus artist and graphic creators. Hannah Apple. Luca Disbro. Daniela Gomez. Alex Rudolph. Noel Chan. Natalie Sierinda. Kelly Yan. KCSV artists. Madeline Pang Miller. Shirley Wong. And finally, our Daily Nexus photographers. Pia Ramos. Yao, Our theme music is Foundations of Burgundy by Jawser. Again, the
1: biggest thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for an episode dedicated to community reflection. Featuring interviews with IBCSD President Spencer Brandt, IBCSD Director Ethan Bertrand, IVRPD Director Ash Valenti, and more. See you next week. Take care.